Welcome back to the Expressions of Destiny podcast. This is Jennifer. Today is Faith-Filled Friday. And if you have been listening for a while, you know that this is my absolute favorite day to come and encourage you. Um, Tuesdays may be for business, and, and although I, I you know, desire to encourage you in your businesses and your entrepreneur dreams, Fridays is the day where I get to just share my heart with you and just encourage you in every way possible. Because guess what? When I encourage you, it encourages me. And there comes a time in our life where sometimes, or many times in our life, we may not have a smile on our face. We may be having a pretty rough day. But if we choose to speak into somebody else's life and encourage them and do what we can to lift them up, do you know that lifts you as well? What you just gave to somebody else always comes back around and encourages you because you needed to hear the very words that you were sharing with that other person. And thinking about leadership, you know, let's go into our businesses when we do talk about our business and, and being a leader in whatever position we're at, whether it's business, ministry, family, we as a leader, sometimes we have to put our own um, fears and worries aside for our team. And being able to do that is what really makes you an amazing leader is knowing that you're able to step outside of that worry and that concern and that fear and continue to speak the positive things, the truth that you know, and it ends up bringing encouragement and peace to that other person and you. It is so important to position yourself that way. And the reason why um, my heart is just so drawn to this subject today is because I, in the past months, have seen so many um, people, um, people, uh, personal you know, relationships that I have, videos on YouTube and the news and TV, um, just out in public. We see it, you know, amongst um, strangers, people we don't know, but we might be out shopping. There is so much anger and frustration and hurt. And I can see it all over the faces. I see it on them. I hear it in their words. They are so bitter so angry and hurting. And it breaks my heart because even though sometimes I may go through the same things, this this hurt and anger has driven people to a point of losing control and feeling like there's nothing that can solve their situation. And so they lash out at other people. They take it out on whoever is around. They may not even know that person. But they're so angry that they start cussing somebody else out and they start hating on people that they don't even know. Could you imagine what happens behind closed doors in their own homes? And those that are attacked because of this anger and this hurt? And I guess what hurts so much is knowing that there is a solution. There is someone who can bring us the peace that we need. To not worry and be frustrated. And so today, today I just want to uh, really, I'm going to go back to the foundation of what I know speaks to my life, what I know helps me to overcome and to get through the situations. And I'm going to go straight back to the word of God and I'm going to load you up with every single verse in scripture that I possibly can to encourage you and to remind you that you do not need to live and, and dwell in this chaos and this angry world. You can be the change. You can change those situations in your life. 
you can turn those things around. It's God who gives us the strength, but we have to make that decision. So we have been given the, the power and the authority to change our mindset, to change our hearts through him, with his help, with his love, with his peace, with his strength. We have that power to change that. You know why? Because we have to make that decision. He's given it to us, but we have to decide to receive it and accept it. So let's start um, with the foundation of God's word. In Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, it says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. Now, there are a lot of people who are weary and burdened right now. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Quit carrying the weight of this world. That That's coming from me. Quit carrying the weight of this world. That's what this verse says. Take up his yoke. Quit trying to take it on by yourself. Let him help you. Let him put you in that position where you are able to rest. Just rest and receive his love and his peace over you. I mean, you think about it. He called you out. He called me out. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. I see you. I know you're tired. I know you're carrying that heavy load. You're carrying that weight of not knowing where your next um, <clears throat> bag of groceries is going to come from, not knowing how you're going to pay the bills, not knowing how your house is going to be taken care of, not knowing if your family member is going to be healed. We carry so much of the weight that is unnecessary when he's right there waiting for us. He is our daddy in heaven. He is our father waiting for his children to ask for his help, ask for his peace, ask for his love, his provision. The Bible says that he is Jehovah Jireh. That means he is our provider. And then when we look at John 14, 27, it says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. He already said it. I am leaving my peace with you. I am giving it to you. So why do we live in chaos? Why do we live allowing our our hearts and our minds to be stirred up by everything that is going on around us that we have no control over, but we have control over ourself because he gave us self-control. And we can choose to not engage in those things. But he gave us the peace. He left it for us. We have to receive it. And it goes on to say, I do not give you, I, I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Bottom line, I don't give you what the world gives you. I don't give you that hurt. I don't give you that pain. I don't give you that fear. I am giving to you my peace. The world gives you all these other things. That is not from me. I leave you peace. Let's keep going. First Peter 5, 7. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Let's go back to the beginning of that. Cast all. A-L-L. One word. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. How many times do we hear every single day of people who are suffering from anxiety? Anxiety is just a form of fear. It's, it's feeling overwhelmed with whatever it is that is concerning you or worrying you. And it causes you to lose control and strength 
and we fall into this pattern of being anxious and nervous about everything in our life. He said, that is unnecessary. Cast all of your anxiety on me because I care for you. Because I love you. What do we do as children when we are so overwhelmed and hurting and, and maybe we're sick or we're tired? We run to the arms of our father and our mother or our grandparents or whoever it is that's there that cares for us. They care for us so we know that we run to them. Why do we not do the same thing with our father in heaven? Why do we not come to him and tell him what it is that is bothering us, that is concerning us and just hand it over? He's ready to take it. But guess what? We choose to carry it on our own. I love this one right here. Colossians 3.15. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Let it be in charge. Let that peace rule in your heart. Since as members of one body, that means we are his children. As members of one body, you were called to peace. You were called for this. And be thankful. So do you know what that means? That means that even though you might be going through something, even though, and let me just give you an example. Maybe you don't have enough money in your account to pay for that for your house note today, or you can't go out and get groceries. But stand there and say, you know what, Father? You called me to be at peace. You called me to trust in you and to know who you are in my life. So I am going to thank you right now for giving me peace, and I'm going to thank you for being my provider. I'm going to thank you that all of this is taken care of. I don't need to worry about a thing. I don't need to worry about my house, you know, coming up short or me not having groceries because I believe that you can move on my behalf. You are my provider and I am trusting you and I am having faith. When we begin to speak those words and we speak it truthfully, he always shows up. I have testimony after testimony of my entire life of where God has shown up for me in the moments where I had nothing. My family was struggling and he always showed up, whether it was a knock on the door or someone stepping in and saying, you know what? God told me to give this to you. I didn't ask anybody for anything. They just showed up and it was always right on time, even down to the last minute. It was always right on time. He always takes care of us. We just have to have faith and believe. And be thankful. Be grateful even before it has happened. Because in being grateful before you see the manifestation of it, you are already believing and knowing that it is done. Second Thessalonians 3.16 says, Now may the Lord of peace himself, this coming straight from him, give you peace at all times and in every way. The Lord be with all of you. It said at all times in every way. I don't know about you, but that tells me it covers everything in my life. Here's another favorite one. Matthew 6.25. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is life not more than food and the body more than clothes? Y'all, just live your life. Live it. Don't worry about these little things. Don't worry about your next meal. Don't worry about what, you know, clothes you have and don't have. Don't worry about that stuff. That stuff is so small in his eyes. But just live your life. Your life is so much greater. Your purpose, 
to me, when it talks about your life, it means your purpose. What has God called and created you to be and to do on this earth? What is it? What is that, that mission? What is that journey, that adventure that he has given you that is just for you, that he has called you to do? But when we worry about everything else, it delays our purpose. It delays what he has created us for because we are so concerned about these small petty things that we forget our mission and what it is that we're supposed to be doing. If you start to walk in your purpose and live your life according to his word, believe these verses, believe what he says, live your life according to this word, his word, then everything else will be taken care of. I wouldn't be telling you these things if I have not gone through it myself. I wouldn't be telling you that they are true and that you need to believe them if I have not seen God move in my life, in my family's life, in my friend's life. I have seen him move significantly in my friend's life just because we took a moment to stop and pray and to thank him. We laid down the concerns and the worries and the anxiety of whatever it was that they needed to believe God for. And we prayed and God stepped in. So I would not be telling you these if I didn't know it for myself. Psalms 55, 22, cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. Just live righteous. That, that doesn't mean self-righteous. Live righteous according to his word. Do good to others. Treat others with kindness. Love on them. Pray for them. Just live righteous and you will not be shaken. There's things that will come on that, you know, you, you may start to, to worry about or think about. But if you immediately turn them over to him and just worry about what it is, like I said, that he has created you to be and do in the life of other people, then just do it. And you will not be shaken. He will sustain you. He will give you everything that you need. I love this verse, and we say it so many times in our own household, with so many friends and family, in every situation that we find ourselves in. We always recite this verse, and it is Philippians 4, 6 through 7. If you don't remember or write down any other scriptures I have shared with you today, this is the one that you need to keep close to your heart. Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, just ask me. That's what he's saying. With thanksgiving, just thank me for it. Present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. It is our hearts and our minds that need to be guarded because that's what gets attacked first. We start to think too much about what's going on in our life. We begin to doubt and all that ends up settling in our heart. And then our heart begins to break because we, we don't find hope. We don't see it. We don't know what, you know, how we're going to get out of the situation. So it starts in your mind and it goes to your heart. But if we just in every situation come to him just in prayer and prayer is not a fancy prayer. It's just talking to him. Just like I'm talking to you right now. There's been times where I sit down and say, Lord, I need you. I need you right now in this moment because I don't want to worry about these things. I don't want to be concerned about them. I'm just, 
sometimes I feel lost and I just need you. I can't do this by myself. And I talk to him like he's just sitting right here with me. That's all he wants. He just wants you to talk to him. And when we do that, we lay all those things before him. We present all of our requests to God. Then he guards our heart and our mind. That is an everyday reminder. If I have to read that scripture every single day, it is my reminder of who he is in my life. Matthew 6.34 Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. There's going to be trouble. There's going to be things that come up. But don't worry about that right now. What is what is happening today, what God is doing in your life, that's what you need to be concerned about. Just sit there and thank him. Continue to thank him. I think that verse speaks for itself. Psalms 23, 4. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. He's there even when you're in the dark places of your life. He is right there. Um, I read something the other day that said, I believe I read it this morning, it was a memory on my Facebook, and it said, you loved me even in my darkest time. There is not a moment in your life where he is not there. You just have to call out for him. Here's another favorite one, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. It's just saying, don't continue to think that whatever it is or however it is that you think it needs to be done. That's your own understanding. Don't do that. Trust in him. Know that his plan is greater than yours. Know that his way is greater than yours. There's a verse that says a man plans out his course, but God directs his steps. It's the same thing. We go day after day trying to plan out what it is that we think is best for us and our family and and our businesses and whatever it is that we are involved in. We walk every day trying to plan that out. But God is the one who directs our steps. He's the one who knows the real path, the real way that he intends for us to go. And a lot of times we delay our own purpose. We delay what it is that we're trying to get, we are trying to get done. Maybe we know it's part of the plan, but we're trying to do it our way. And so we end up taking all these detours and going down these long roads and taking the wrong route when we could have already been there. Had we just allowed God to direct our steps and tell us where we needed to go. Romans 8.31 What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Bottom line, I don't think I need to say anything else about that. If God is for me, then who can be against me? They will not win because my father loves me and he's going to take care of me and he's going to protect me. Luke 12, 25. Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to your life? It's not going to happen. You can worry all you want. The time is just passing away. As we continue to worry, the hours are still going. We're not going to retrieve those hours. And so why spend that time worrying about things when you could be spending it just in peace and having faith and trust and fulfilling your purpose? Now, this this particular verse is close to my heart because I, 
Um, if you followed me for a little while, you know that I love gardening. Um, and it, let me just read it to you first and I'll explain why. But it says, Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. Be confident in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when the heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought, and it never fails to bear fruit. Now, I have had a lot of plants that have died on me. I've had some that have thrived. I have some that are like evergreens. They just don't die. They just, they keep coming back. But there is one tree out in our backyard. It's our Meyer lemon tree. I've lost some lime trees. We've lost a couple of baby orange trees. Um, we do have a mango tree that is just now in its peak years of um, should be starting to bear fruit. But our Meyer lemon tree has given us lemons since day one, as small as it was. And it is probably about 20 times the size that it was when we got it. These Meyer lemons are the size of grapefruits. We have been through extremely hot seasons, like last year, last summer in Florida, and we have been through rainy seasons, hurricanes. That tree does not break. It does not bend. It does not um, go dry. Even when we haven't watered or had the sprinkler systems on, it does not stop bearing fruit. And these lemons are huge. And it is just a perfect example of Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8, because it does not worry about anything. It God provides, even when I forget to water it or I forget to check on it, God provides and takes care of that tree. It gets the rainwater that it needs. It does not dry out in the heat. It bears the best fruit, best lemons I have ever tasted. And they're huge. They're not even a normal size. So he's given us an abundance. And so just as that tree doesn't worry, it stands out there all by itself and it does what it's supposed to do. Wouldn't you think if God does that for the tree, he would do that for us? Because we have so much more purpose than that lemon. That lemon is going to find its way into a drink or a tea or, um, you know, a, a, a dish that we're cooking. It's going to find its way into something that's going to provide for this family right here. And if I give one to a neighbor or to a friend, they're going to be able to reap the benefits of it, right? But we have so much more purpose than that tree. Why do we worry? All right, let's keep going. The next one is Psalms ninety-four, nineteen. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. I will gladly receive his joy at any moment when I begin to worry because I don't need to worry. I don't need to worry, and neither do you. To allow his joy to just flood your heart and your mind and your spirit so that you can walk daily in your purpose. It's like saying he's trading us. He's standing there saying, okay, come on. Come on, daughter, son, give me your, give me your anxiety. And here, hand me your anxiety and I'll give you joy. It's that easy. Now listen to this promise in Isaiah 41.10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. What a beautiful promise. He says, I will. Not I might. 
I'll think about it. He says, I will strengthen you. I will uphold you. And he's giving you the instruction. He's saying, so don't fear. I already told you what I'm going to do for you. Don't fear. You don't have a reason to go there. Don't be dismayed. Don't be distraught. Don't be sad. I already told you that I'm going to be there. I will strengthen you. I will uphold you. Don't worry about it. Joshua 1.9, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. He is in every moment of your day, every moment of your life. Here's another beautiful promise. Psalms 34.4, or it's more like he's already done it. I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. This is where we want to be. You know, I took all those things to God and guess what? He answered me. He delivered me. He took away all my fear. He took away all my anxiety. That's where the testimony kicks in and you're able to say, I've seen him do it. This is my verse to you. As I read it, this is my verse to you. I sought him and he answered me and he delivered me from all my fears. I am telling you today, he has done this for me. I can say that with everything inside of me. And tell you, he has done this. I know he'll do the same for you. Psalms 56.3 When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. Jeremiah 29.11-12 For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. He has already planned it out for you. But the beautiful part is he says, I have plans to prosper you, not to harm you. That is so different from this world. So different from what we have to try to prove to somebody else. We have to try to live up to somebody else's standards. He's saying, no, I have plans for you. I know the plans I have for you. The world doesn't hold your plans. I do. And I have plans to prosper you, not to harm you. I'm not going to hurt you through this process. So why do we keep putting our faith and trust in the world and in man when he's the one that holds our plans? Now this next verse, this is my heart all over this verse. Proverbs 12, 25. Anxiety weighs down the heart, but a kind word cheers it up. You do not know what your kind words do to other people. You don't know what they're going through. You may not know what they have just experienced. You may not know if they're hurting or if they're lost or if they're feeling just anxious about things. You don't know what they're having to deal with. But just kind words and love can break that. Even if it's just for a moment, it can break that off of somebody. Think about it. Has anybody ever done that for you? Have you ever been down and someone came in and just brightened your day? They just spoke a kind word to you and it made you feel so light, even for if it was for just that moment, but it was something that began to lead you out of that anxiety and it cheered you up. It brought you joy. That's what we need to be to other people. We don't know what they're going through, but we can walk up to them and say something positive and encouraging to them and watch their face light up. And they may even open up to you and say, you know what? You have no idea what I was going through today. I just endured the worst pain or, you know, I'm just really concerned and worried. But you really just lifted my spirits. What a beautiful moment to share with somebody. Don't ever 
forget that your words are powerful. Oh my goodness, y'all. I could go all day just sharing God's word of what he promises us, what he has already given to us, what he has said about us. But we have to receive it. We have to believe, choose to believe and to receive it. And to take those words and carry them with us, remember them and continue to speak them to ourselves. Because the more we have faith, the more we're showing him, you know what? I believe daddy. I really do. I believe in you. It's like being um, in in a room with, you know, a kid with other kids. And, and those kids are talking about something that they think is true. And then you stand up as an other child and you say, no, my daddy told me that's not true. My daddy said that this is what it really means, means. And this is what is really going to happen. And they may fight you and argue with you, but you know, deep down in your heart, and you are not going to reject your father's word. You're going to say, no, I know what my daddy said is true. And all of y'all are the ones that are not telling the truth. Those other kids will believe what they want to believe, but you know what is true and stand on that truth. Have faith and believe and be encouraged. That is it for me today, you guys. I pray that I have encouraged you today. Um, just take these words and just live them. Let them become life to your spirit and to your soul, to your mind and to your heart. And remember how much God really loves you. There is no reason for us to be anxious and fearful about what tomorrow holds. Because he has already said that he's taking care of it for us. We just have to believe. So I love you all. Have a wonderful day. I will talk to you next week. God bless.